Today, we're going to talk about Nazis, secret Russian weapons, and actual Vortex guns. You're listening to the Dream Catcher Podcast. That's one small step for man, giant leap for mankind. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender. Welcome back. My name is Guy Hasson, and you're listening to the Dreamcatcher podcast. This is a first for us as we're moving from a weekly podcast to a daily podcast. We're going to issue a new episode each time with a new question between Monday and Thursday every day. Through sickness and in health till death do us part. Most of the weeks we'll have theme weeks. This week we're using the fact that the Inhuman series is coming out. I'm always happy when a new comic book series or movie is coming out, and I always hope for the best. But now it turns out it's good for the podcast as well, because we get to ask, can anything we imagine be created? So let's devote this episode and the next three to different inhuman powers and ask, how can we simulate their powers through technology? It could be technology that already exists or technology that we know is coming. Today we're going to do Black Bolt. No spoilers, by the way, not in this place. Black Bolt's power has always been his voice. His voice is so powerful, he can flatten the cities if he talks. His mere whisper can take down the Hulk. So our question is, can technology create weapons that only use sound and that can flatten cities? The answer may surprise you, since technology that uses sound as a weapon has existed for 100 years. Let me walk you through the different weapons that already exist and then get to the big things. Now, be ready for a journey that sounds like a complete made-up fantasy, something that sounds even more fantastical than the comic books that spawned the Inhumans. Ready? Let's go. First, how can sound be used as a weapon? The chemical reactions in human and animal cells are caused by, among other things, electromagnetic oscillations or vibrations. So everything actually resonates. Everything living and even non-living has a frequency. Resonance is something that occurs when something different vibrates at the same frequency. If the source of the resonance is powerful, it can directly change the molecular chemical behavior of whatever object it is attacking, if we're talking about weapons. Resonance can be created by two different types of sounds, infrasound and ultrasound. Ultrasound waves have a frequency above the normal range of human hearing. Infrasound has a frequency lower than normal hearing. And it turns out that we, humans, have been using and developing infrasound and ultrasound weapons for quite a while now. So let's go from the bad weapons to the worst weapons. Our first and least harmful weapon of choice is the Long Range Acoustic Device, or LRAD. This weapon was developed by the American Technology Corporation. 
What it does is emit a sound at a certain direction in an ear-splitting tone. It just makes everything uncomfortable for whoever listens, whoever is in range. So this weapon is used for crowd control and area denial, which is exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to play for you here one of its first ever uses. This is from Pittsburgh, September of 2009, during the G20 summit. What happens here is that police on a vehicle aim what looks like a satellite dish at a crowd, and the second they activate it, the crowd runs away. see people immediately moving away, running away, holding their hands to their ears and just waiting for this to stop. Our next and more harmful sonic weapon of choice is the Electromagnetic Personnel Interdiction Control or the EPIC which does spell EPIC and we love EPIC things in this podcast. The U.S. Navy said it was developing this weapon to interfere with people's equilibrium by having the sound disturb the chemical reactions within their inner ears, also known as the vestibular system. The Navy declared that the weapon will operate through walls and other protective mediums. Our third weapon of choice is called an emitter. It is an infrasonic and ultrasonic generator. When you aim that at a person, it causes negative emotions, fear, depression, anxiety. Power it up, and it causes vomiting, organ damage, burns, and even death. In 1973, the British Army used what it called a squawk box in Northern Ireland. They targeted specific individuals in the crowd and aimed the emitter at them, causing them pain and discomfort. In the 1990s, Russia developed a similar weapon, but more powerful, able to target people a hundred meters away and cause them discomfort and even vomiting. Later on in that decade, the US DOD was working on another weapon that used the same technology at people's heads. They aimed it at people's heads. Turns out that the sound can change people's emotions, and if you know how to do it, you can actually change people's emotion to whatever emotion X you desire, usually a negative emotion. Now that's a weapon. That's a comic book weapon, by the way. Our next weapon of choice, sonic projectiles. Emitters, the same emitters we were talking about, can be changed to create sonic rifles or even sonic cannons. Sound is made out of the thing it's going through, in this case by air, you aim it at a person a hundred meters away and it shoots air at him, causing a blunt impact. If you shoot sound, you shoot air, and when the sound hits you, it strikes you. Let's go back to the past, where the real bad weapons existed. In World War II, an Austrian-born Nazi scientist, Dr. Zippermeyer, invented a device called the wind cannon. This sonic cannon was meant to shoot Allied bombers using, can you guess, a whirlwind of smoke 
that they sent 200 meters into the air. So they aimed the thing in the air and it shot smoke that was spinning around and it was supposed to hit the airplanes with force. In the 1990s, in Russia, that was a big decade for the Russians as far as sonic weapons go, they developed a sonic cannon with much the same idea. It transmitted sound as projectiles the size of baseballs, hundreds of meters into the air, causing a physical hit, again, by sound. So you can imagine, for example, if anyone ever uses a sonic projectile to kill someone, the CSI team goes there and they say, well, there's no bullet, there's no remnants of anything, there's nothing to see, because the weapon was air. Now, let's move on to the Black Bolt-scale earth-shattering sound. How far can we take the use of ultrasound and infrasound? Let's begin with infrasound. According to an Acoustic Weapons Prospective Assessment article, which appeared in a 2001 issue of Science and Global Security, infrasound can produce localized earthquakes. I'll say it again. Localized earthquakes through sound. Here's how you do it if you need a set of instructions. All you have to do is to put the weapon in a large room in a building and the resonance it builds up will upset the foundation of the building and will cause a localized miniature earthquake. That's infrasound. How about ultrasound? That thing we use to image babies in the mother's womb can, when used to a bad effect, at a high decibel level, resonate with bones and literally make a person's bones explode. So, our question was, can we create a sonic weapon that can mimic black bolts terrifying inhuman ability? Well, we can cause earthquakes. We can shoot airplanes out of the sky with sound. And we can make bones explode. I say that qualifies. So we get a yes. Yes, we can create sonic weapons that can mimic Black Bolt's inhuman ability. And so, another successful episode where we saw that this fantasy, at least, can be created by human technology. Tune in next time as we tackle more inhuman powers. I'm Guy Hasson. The podcast is produced by Ilana Budo, whose voice can sometimes move things. Most times move things. The theme of the podcast was composed and mixed by Noah Cornelias. Our website is dreamcatcher.vision. Our website is dreamcatcher.vision. On Twitter, I'm at dreamcatcherpod. And did you like today's episode? Tell me what you think. Email me at hello at dreamcatcher.vision. If you want to be read on the podcast, let me know. I want to hear from you. And my question of the day to you is, which inhuman would you like to be? Write to me at hello at dreamcatcher.vision. The Dreamcatcher podcast is brought to you by Comics in Power, the comic book store for the blind and the visually impaired. Comicsinpower.com. And I will see you in the next Dreamcatcher podcast. Have a great day.
Never give up, never surrender. 